G'day, RJ. G'day, Julian. Thanks for having me. Uh, don't tell me anything about Friday. I don't want any spoils. <laughs> uh, he said, don't tell me. you just got to make me want to ask you even more. Hey, okay, l- let me ask you this. What has happened, RJ, to the 49ers? You think about the Dallas win. We're all ready to crown them Super Bowl championship champions. Three straight losses later, they're not even leading their division. If I'm a 14, 49ers fan, should I be worried? Well, I can tell you as a, as a fan of and somebody who covers the, the Dallas Cowboys, um, it, it felt like the Niners won the Super Bowl that night because it didn't seem like anybody in the NFL would be willing or able to compete with them. Um, and perhaps it was their Super Bowl. George Kittle shed everybody his, uh, his T-shirt with some paraphernalia uh, about the Cowboys. And um, I mean, I think some of it is that they ran into an amazing defense in the Cleveland Browns. And, um, you know, I, I think that people never really gave the Kirk Cousins-led Vikings the, the proper credit that they deserved. And, and obviously the Cincinnati Bengals have, have been one of the NFL's juggernauts for the last couple of years at this point in time. And so that's some of it, but they're also making mistakes. I mean, and, you know, it's worth mentioning that if a field goal goes in at the end of the first game of this losing stretch, that, you know, it's only a two-game skid as opposed to a three. And so... Um, you know, I, I would say unfortunately, but I certainly don't feel that way personally, but I do think it's a, a mixture and a, and a combination of, you know, timing and poor plays and other teams, you know, being able and, and really wanting to, to find a way to, to capitalize against you. It's difficult to be the, the hunted every single week in the NFL. And I think that we're seeing that catch up a little bit to the Niners right now. Mm. In the AFC, we've got the four divisional leaders, Miami, Baltimore, Jacksonville, and and Kansas City. They're all sitting on six and two. Look, other than the Bills, RJ, maybe challenging Miami, do you, these look like your four divisional winners? And let's say Buffalo and the Bengals get two out of the wild cards. Who's your third? I think that that's really well put, actually. Um, it, it is it's setting up to go rather chalk um, as far as the, the divisions are concerned in the AFC. And I think you're spot on that it's Buffalo and Miami. I think some people would like to say that maybe the Jets can can squeak in and slide in. I don't know that I'm willing to go that far myself. Um, if the, you know, I guess if if the Steelers are able to pull this off um, in this particular game, you know, that, that, that would already be five wins on the season. You would have to like their at least mathematical odds. I'm not quite ready to bury the Houston Texans. I know that it's a little bit of a longer road for them, okay. uh, but their schedule is just so much friendlier than, than so many other teams. But if I had to pick a team right now, I'd probably say it's Pittsburgh, just based on, you know, a collection of things. Okay. Now, sticking with the AFC, New England, uh, much to the chagrin of some of the supporters here in the office, RJ, stone motherless last at two and six. Bill Belichick, still 17 wins behind Don Shula as uh, all-time coaches or on the all-time coaches win list. Is he going to get there? I I would certainly bet on him getting there, but I don't know if it's going to happen along the sidelines at, at Gillette. Um, you, you do wonder if, you know, I think at, at this pace, it, it would take a good three to four years to get it done with the Patriots. And, you know, it's, it's so difficult to imagine a world where the New England Patriots would, would consciously move on from him. But, I mean, we live in a world where the Indianapolis Colts consciously moved on from Peyton Manning, where Tom Brady consciously himself moved on from the Patriots. I mean, father time is undefeated. And, and the Patriots have, you know, I'm, I'm sure your office mates would tell you. Um, it's It's been a few years long of a process now. I think there was a, a, an incredibly long leash of forgiveness because of all of the success that the Patriots have had. 
Um, but you can make an argument, I think, that, that it might be better for everybody, for them to go their separate ways and for Belichick to chase Shula somewhere else. So I, I definitely think that record will come. It's just, you know, it's a matter to... It's a matter of seeing which logo is on his hoodie when it ultimately does happen. <laughs> okay. Now, as the Cowboys fan, RJ, I wonder if you're a glasses-half-full kind of guy. So we can't go, of course, without a question about your beloved Cowboys. Look, a few weeks ago, we touched upon it. You know, most people had written them off as Super Bowl contenders following that shellacking from the 49ers. But since then, they've looked good, haven't they? No trade deadline moves. It seems like they're pretty confident of where they're at at the moment, uh, huge game this week at Philly. If they can get the win, are we all getting back on the Dallas Cowboys? I think it'd be difficult not to. Um, and, and some of that is is the circumstance of it all. I mean, a win would, would put Dallas at 6-2, and 2-0 two, uh, two in the division. Both of those wins would be on the road uh, within the division. And obviously one of them would be the most difficult one at Philadelphia. Um, and then Dallas comes back next week to to host the New York Giants. And I mean, I don't know that anybody in your office or anyone in America, Australia, Germany, where the NFL is this week, nobody's taken the Giants on the road against the Cowboys right now. And then the Cowboys travel to Carolina to face the Panthers on the Sunday before Thanksgiving here in the States. And so, I mean, it, it sets up nicely for them. But December does loom. I mean, the Thursday after Thanksgiving, they host the Seahawks, then they host the Eagles, they go to Buffalo and Miami, and then come back to host the Lions. And so... This is the time where they do have to kind of stack up those wins to be able to survive that attrition. Um, but to, your, to answer the question, I certainly think that a Cowboys win in Philadelphia, particularly if it is a resounding win, wakes people up to the fact that, that they might be the team to beat. However, their kryptonite is real, and it is the San Francisco 49ers, whether they have a three-game losing streak or not. Before I let you go, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, 13 apiece. Who's going to win this game? Oh, no, well, right 16 now. now. No, there you go. My yeah. score's just updated. 16-13. It just changed. I, you know, we, we talked about the Steelers and gave them a little bit of life. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and say that they kind of find a way to pull this off. Uh-huh. Um, it's been a, an interesting game. These these Thursday night ones don't tend to always be, but I'll take the Steelers to, to ultimately hang on. Okay, trail by three at the moment. Fantastic to speak again, RJ. You take care, my friend. Likewise, Julian. There he is, RJ Chaw from SB Nation with an NFL update.